Welcome to That's the Word, Wholesome Tales for the Whole Family. I'm Father James Yamauchi. Today's story, How to Fail an Exam. The day was sunny for the officer examinations. The young men were lined up, determined to join the upper ranks of the military. As the day progressed, senior leaders of the military led them through the day's exercises. One young man in particular, they noted, was rather determined. The military brass admired someone with the fire and determination for getting everything right. They would keep their eyes on this one. Partway through the day was the cavalry examinations. The men mounted their horses and began to ride. Again, this one particular young man distinguished himself. The examiners took notes. Then, suddenly, his horse stumbled, and he was down. This young man who showed so much promise earlier in the day was on the ground. The examiners were horrified to see his leg was terribly mangled and clearly broken. They shook their heads in disappointment. There was no way he was going to finish the examination today. They turned back to the other riders. One of the examiners glanced over and noted something. The young man was crawling his way along the ground. He could see the pain shooting through his face as he wiggled inch by inch across the field. He was headed for a maple tree. One by one, the other examiners noticed. They saw him stand up on one leg and cut down some branches. In the middle of an examination, after suffering a horrific injury, this young man was making himself a splint. Once he finished the splint, to the examiner's further shock, he hobbled back to his horse. With a groan of pain, he hauled himself up onto the beast. Then he was on. He kicked the horse's sides and rode back into the exam. The examiners could not believe their eyes. He still failed the exam. To be fair, he did fall and injure himself horribly. Not a great move in the middle of a battle. But the military brass was impressed nonetheless. And when the young man took the test again four years later, he passed with flying colors. This young man would go on to see a very interesting military career. Due to military corruption, he was promoted up the ranks and then rapidly demoted multiple times for his integrity and commitment to duty. The lax military atmosphere did not appreciate his stern approach to training and discipline. But when war broke out in his country, this young man was the only one who was able to do anything about it. While the rest of the military suffered loss after loss, his small navy was the only thing keeping his country afloat 
and preventing the invading armies from totally overrunning the country. This military hero died on the deck of his flagship, amid the smoke of the last battle of the war. His last commands to his sons were to keep beating the war drums and press on the fight. This man, once shunned by the government, but loved by the people, was given the highest honors after his death. It was truly he who single-handedly prevented the Japanese from invading and overrunning Korea during the Imjin War, a military commander known for his determination, tactical genius, and sheer force of will, the admiral named Yi Sun-shin. And for this week, that's the word. We realize many people may not know who is this Admiral Yi Sun-shin. And we actually discussed before recording whether or not we should tell this story, but it is a wholesome tale. It talks about someone's integrity and willingness to be able to pursue the good even in the midst of obstacles. And so we decided to proceed with that. And also because it's just a fascinating piece of history. And I realized when I was in Rome, there were a lot of tourists from Asia. And it just reminded me of how there's a whole nother culture, a whole nother civilization. And for most people in the Western world, we're just very unfamiliar with its history, even modern, modern history. And it's, it's very good to be able to understand a little bit about it. Yeah, I was actually not able to find too many sources in English for this story. So this is, I think this is somewhat legend, this particular thing. But the fact that this, this guy was around and everything that he did is not legend. So if you go to our Story Extras page for this story, How to Fail an Exam, we do actually have a little mini series on YouTube that we'll share there that goes into his life and his military career in this war between Korea and Japan. And just to clarify, this is something that we used as a resource. So it was, it was something on YouTube that we were able to utilize to make this story. Yes. So some fascinating things about this war. So the Japanese army, because they've been very well trained in land battles because they've been in civil war for the last hundred years. So they've just been recently reunited. Japan been reunited. So the Shogun says, what do I do with all these guys who are trying to tear each other apart? I know. Let's send them to Korea. Actually, I want to send them to China, but Korea was in the way. So they went to Korea first. So they land in Korea. They overrun Korea. I mean, it's there's not really even a contest there. They're in Seoul. They're in Pyongyang. The court of the Korean king is, I'm not sure if he's a king or emperor, but the court of the Korean ruling class is pretty much fleeing to China at this point. And then the invasion stops because they can't supply the army because Admiral Yi here, Yi Sun Shin, is going through and just demolishing their navy and their supply lines from Japan. Fascinating thing, though, about this commander of the Japanese forces. He is a guy by the name of Konishi Yukinaga, a daimyo, and he was a Catholic. So, so and just to be clear, we're talking about the late 
17th century. 16th century. So Sorry, 16th century. And, yeah, 16th end, of the, century. end of the 1500s. Yes. So this is the very narrow point in time when Catholicism was accepted in Japanese culture. And we hear about St. Francis Xavier converting a lot of people high up in the Japanese establishment. And this uh, daimyo, this lord, Yukinaga, is one of them who was converted to Catholicism. Now, in a series of really uh, bad political moves, uh, the Catholics were eventually taken out of that. Uh, Yukinaga, for his part, was on the wrong side of a succession conflict, and so was told to commit Harry Carey. He refused, and so he was beheaded. He refused because he's Christian, so he's not going to commit suicide. Mm-hmm. If you enjoy That's the Word, please share the word. You can find our story extras for this story in the show notes below. You can also go to our website, sonsofthunderrock.com, and check for How to Fail an Exam, where you can see a series on Admiral Yi and learn more about this incredible man. And you can also sign up for our weekly newsletter at sonsofthunderrock.com. That's also where you can find our social links and our email if you want to give us story ideas, give us feedback, or let us know if you actually knew who Admiral Yi was before the story. If you know who Admiral Yi was, that is incredible. Thanks for listening and join us next Wednesday for another wholesome tale for the whole family.